Welcome to the Momgasm Podcast. Blending motherhood, self-connection, sensuality, and pleasure. Normalizing what it means to be a mother and a sexual being. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Momgasm Podcast. It's season two, baby! That's right, it's officially been one whole year of Momgasm. And although we'd love to be celebrating in style with our sleepover and giving you an extra juicy episode, we're doing it quarantine style instead. So this is our first episode having to record at a distance and uh, we decided to share all of the things that uh, we've been purchasing and doing to keep us a little bit sane in the midst of this global crisis that we're all in. It's a little bit weird, it's a little bit wild. I end up getting super high and Sarah shares a juicy story between her and her man Ollie, so you definitely don't wanna miss this. Thank you for listening, thanks for being here and enjoy the episode. quarantine and got croissants oh not once but twice dang well you were tested negative for covid we did. so we we did test negative so mm. i'm like that that's what i told myself i was like oh but we know that we're fine and i only sent jeff in i was like yeah. you are the only one that is going but i was i was having some feelings <laughs> you have some feelings about it i needed and i needed to eat them so <laughs> I was, and we tried, okay. our loving <clears throat> dear in-laws, or my loving dear in-laws, his parents had been getting groceries and stuff for us primarily, and we had put like LF croissants on the the grocery order, and they bought fucking shitty superstore croissants, and I was like, that, no, no, it's... No. Thank you for trying. Right, yeah. Thank you for trying, but no, no, that's not what I wanted. That's no. (laughs) Don't give me that disgusting smell. I don't want that. Yeah, pretty dry. Sad excuse for a croissant. Yeah, they just don't even taste like butter. Like, they just, they're like, they spongy, even, Mm. like, doesn't do it. Sad excuse. Doesn't, no, does not, does not fill the food void that I had. And I was like, I need it, I need it, I need it. So yeah, we, we did it. We did, we did it. We broke the rules. Fuck. Well, like I said, you tested negative for COVID, so <clears> it's not <throat> a big deal right now, right? I know, but still, I was like, oh no. I mean, you did, oh. you know, you guys did have the stomach virus, but. Oh, that was the fucking worst. Yeah. It went through our family too. Oh, yeah. I was the only one that didn't get it. Both the boys got it. Oliver got it. My mom and dad both got it. I was the only one. Apparently, it's like running rampant right now. Yeah. Like a bunch of nursing homes are dealing with it. Oh. According to my mother, this is like, don't, uh, this has not been fact checked at all. <laughs> this is like straight from the mouth of my mother into the mic moment. So <laughs> don't hold that against me if it's not true. But the word is, the word is, from my mom, word on the street, that it is running rampant at this point in time. That sucks. Yeah. 
But okay, here's the really important question though. Were you guys also pooping yourself? Because that... Mm-hmm. The, they all were except for Roland and my mom. Oh, that's what almost did me. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, since I've never, I've never, as far as I can remember, had a situation where I've had to like clutch a garbage can while sitting and shitting my guts out on the toilet at the same time. Like there was shit and vomit mm. happening simultaneously. Like I was like, this is not something that I have experienced before. This is not cute. You had it bad then, because, like, oh, yeah. they did, they weren't puking. Um, so, yeah, Henry, Oliver, and my dad, they were just, they had really, really bad diarrhea for two days straight. And then Roland and my mom puked. They just, they didn't have any diarrhea. It was just straight up puke. It was weird. Yeah, Jeff, Fallon got it. Fallon and Jeff got it first. They were both pukers. Jeff pooped himself once, but they were like a one-off. They had like a small throw up, like a, Mm. and then they had like one huge one each and Mm. that was it. That was the end of it. And then I was like, oh, okay. It'll just be like a one and done. Like I can handle that. Let's not get sick, but I can handle that. Mine was not a one and done. Mine was a poop for 12 hours and like vomit repeatedly but I I the hardest fucking part Sarah oh my god I can't have you ever in your life other than drinking cause woken up after like a full night of sleep and the first thing you do is like I'm gonna throw up once only once before I've ever done that yeah and I didn't make it to the to the toilet in time it was like it was so fucking forceful. It just came out all over the bathroom floor before I even got to the <sighs> toilet. It's the worst it's because the worst. you're like, oh, right out of the gate, I'm throwing up bile. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing. Uh, nothing. So, yeah, that was not. And then that was the day that we got tested, which I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, I have to drag my ass <laughs> out of this, like, comatose state on the couch and go and get my ass tested for covid which was super fun Fuck. super fun great great time yeah great, great time great, great, great time. time great fucking time season two in the weirdest fucking place right here we are friends here we go season two jesus in the middle of quarantine season two pandemic right <laughs> Right, like honestly, the apocalypse season two, yeah. momgasm. Right? We, right, we thought we were going to be celebrating season two with a motherfucking sleepover, but instead, fuck, we are sitting in our perspective spaces, attached via the internet only. Yep, it's fucking weird. It's, it's so weird, weird. It's and like so I don't know weird. when I'm going to be able to see you again. I okay, I had to fucking cry about this the other day. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. That was the day. It was yesterday. I had like, yeah, no, I had like a total Lindsay meltdown moment. And I had been really doing like pretty, pretty fucking good Mm. up until that point. Like I was like, oh, whatever. The world's ending. That's cool. I'm just going to like do my thing and like have some orgasms and like do, 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 whatever. (laughs) But, like, I think, (laughs) 
I think that was like the, all of that sunshine and like vitamin D from Mexico. I was like just riding this like really great high right. of like I had unplugged for the week. I was like living my best. And it moved from like everything is fine, whatever. Like, oh, people are amazing. Look how people are loving us. This is so cute. To like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is real. Fuck. It's your voice. It's your demon voice. I'm not laughing at your despair. I'm laughing at your demon voice. I love it. Sure, Sarah. Sure. Sure you are. But I felt like I shit you not. It like hit me like a ton of fucking bricks. Because you were like, oh, let's do an episode. I I was having a meltdown way before you had kind of messaged me. But it, it was that moment of like, I can't fucking hug people. Like that was it for me. That was like the, the trigger point for me where I was like, even if we start recording in person again, I can't fucking touch you. Mm. Like, what? Mm. I am like a somatic, hands-on, tactile person. Like I express physically and I like receive physically. Yeah. And so for me, I'm like, how in the actual fuck am I going to exist in a world where for a period of time, anywhere from a month to six months, Mm. how am I going to live in that space without being able to like physically fucking touch the people that I love or be touched by the people that I love? It's wild to think about. It's, it's, Ollie and I were talking about it last night and we have a plan, a, a, a trip planned uh, in the beginning of May to go to Montreal. And I was like, fuck, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, if we get to Montreal, we're going to have to quarantine for 14 days. And I'm thinking about the the artist, the singer who is trying to do a tour. And I'm like, every province that he goes to, he's going to have to quarantine for 14 days. I was like, it's not happening. And all I looked at me, he's like, I'm just... I'm not even trying to go there. I'm trying to just be present. Mm. Like there's just no point in trying to think that far ahead. Mm. And, but it's, it's wild to think about. And, you know, people are saying I'm putting this off until July or June. I'm thinking, holy fuck. Like our whole lives are just going to be suspended for this amount of time. And I get, I get why. And Mm. we are very privileged in that we are safe in our homes and we have food to eat and we're comfortable. We can be creative and whatnot. And so we have, we are comfortable in this isolation, but it's, it is wild to think of that. You know, when we start seeing each other again, we're probably not going to be able to hug each other. I don't know when we're going to be able to do our next live show, which has me really butthurt. Right. And I literally earlier today, I was like, but could we do one? on Zoom? Would people want that? Is that a thing? Because it's, for me, it's, there is something about being in the space of something actively happening mm. that's really exciting. Like there's, there's a big difference. So if you've ever been um, signed up to do a webinar or something, mm. or like a, um, an online workshop that's hosted and typically these things will have a recording aspect that you can do. It always feels entirely fucking different to be there live versus watching the same goddamn thing as a recording. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm like, ha- like, is that something that people would want and that we could cultivate? And what would that look like? Because when are we physically going to be able to do this? Because initially, we had big plans for season two, baby, didn't we? Yeah, really big plans. We were, we were going to fucking do like a, an Atlantic East Coast tour. Yeah. Like we were going to... We're going to take momgasm on the road for the summer. Like, it was going to... It was it was coming. It was coming to fruition. We were putting it plans was. in place. We were, you know, thinking of where to go, the valley. We were going to go to, you know, New Brunswick, PEI. And then we were thinking, okay, in 2021, you know, we'll have we'll have the tour, you know, the, the maritime tour behind us, and then we'll take it on the road to Ontario. And now I'm thinking, holy fuck, like, when's, when's that going to... It's not going to happen, but you know, everything in good time, right? Like, Mm. like Ollie reminded me last night, but it's, yeah, Ollie, he was, he mentioned to me a couple nights ago. He's like, you look really stressed. I was like, everyone's really stressed right now. I was like, but there's an added layer. Everyone has an added layer. And for you and I, it's that how we make a living is now taken from us. So many creatives. I would fucking challenge that because it's not been taken from us. Like, it just means we have to adapt and be creative. We have to be more creative and we have to be open to doing different things and also be okay asking to receive compensation for what we are offering, Mm -hmm. even knowing that there are a lot of people out there that are struggling financially right now because of this. So it's a big thing for me that I've I've been doing is like yoga in the commons right now. I was like, fuck me, shit. I can't teach yoga at all right now. And I stopped myself. I was like, why not? Why can't you? Why Mm. can you not continue this and offer that sense of normalcy, not only for your fucking self, but for your students that are used to coming every single week? How can you do this in a way where you're still giving something that's similar and allowing yourself to be in a position to receive while also extending to those who maybe can't financially contribute. And so I've been doing pay what you can online yoga on Tuesdays and Friday nights. And it's been fucking incredible. Fuck yeah. Like it's been so good. Um, and it's been really, really beautiful to see like the individuals who are feeling like they're well off and that they have more to give, mm. give more. And then have that space for people who don't have the ability to give financially right now, Mm. be able to come for free and know that somebody else has kind of covered for them, Mm. which is really, Mm -hmm. really cool. And so it's like, as creatives, the way that I'm looking at this time is like, ooh, I get to stretch my comfort zone more and play more and like think about all of the different ways that I can still create community and connection Mm. and celebration and laughter and fun but in a different platform that I might have chosen otherwise and it doesn't mean that I can't still do the things down the road I just can't put solid plans in place right now because I don't know when that avenue will open up again yeah yeah you've given me like I I've been, you know, I haven't really thought too much outside of like, okay, like I can't do in-person workshops, we can't do live shows, we can't do this, that, and the other, and I haven't really thought anything outside of that, of like, okay, I can't do this, what can I do instead? Instead, what I've been occupying my time with is buying a bunch of stuff online. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Bitch, me too. Right? All he said to me is that last night, he's like, are you like addicted right now to buying shit online? I'm like, for the time being, yes, it's getting me through things right now. Um, and dressing up, done that the last like three days and that has helped immensely because like, even though I'm a stay at home mom and I'm with the boys all day, like nothing has changed. There's an added layer of knowing that I can't, you know, we can play in our backyard and we can go for walks, but knowing that everything is closed and we can't do certain things and we can't touch people and we can't see our family. It's made Mm. the feeling of isolated kind of compound. Um, and I was thinking tonight, you know, how I'm kind of going, I'm starting to feel a little bit stir crazy and like, I'm not, <laughs> not really knowing how to occupy the boys other than building blanket forts, um, eating copious amounts of sugar and <laughs> cookies and baking. Um, How's that going for you? It's going really good. And then honestly, this whole week is their birthday week. So last weekend was Henry's birthday. And then this weekend coming is Roland's birthday. So it's just like a surplus of birthday cakes and birthday cake pops and peanut butter cookies and like everything and anything that has sugar is in the house. So nice. it's nice, but at the same time... Um, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to think of other ideas of how to occupy the boys. It doesn't involve sugar <laughs> <laughs> or eating in general or eating in general. Right. Oh, literally today. This is funny. And I'll like piggyback off your eating, <laughs> eating story, Sarah. <laughs> but I was talking to you. I was t- actually texting you when I was like, Oh yeah, I'd like to maybe put on something nice if I actually fucking have that shower that I said I would have this morning. I think this was like three in the afternoon. And I had been waiting because I wanted to practice yoga because I'm I'm feeling also very cooped up, mm. isolated, stir crazy, need to move my body. And I've been like sitting mm. awkwardly primarily yeah. since this thing started. And I... Jeff is working from home right now, which is, is Ollie also working from home? No, he, he's able, he still has a job. He's going to the office. They just have like Wild. skeleton crew. We don't know how long it's going to last. So we're just counting our mm. blessings every day. Well, I'm really grateful that Jeff is able to work from home, mm. although it's like a big fucking transition for him. It's a totally different scenario. Um, having to work in the chaos that is two kids in the house, mm. which I'm fucking used to. Cause that's my life yeah. every goddamn day, yeah. but it's, it's been an adjustment process for him. Anyway, I finally went into the bedroom where he's been working and I was like, babe, I need to do some fucking yoga. I need to have a shower. I need to be a human being who's just not like perpetually high for maybe a minute. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to do that. Throw some goldfish at them if they bother you. Literally, <laughs> the words out of my mouth. I love and it. So, but I and I, it's funny because I like actually wasn't kidding. Yeah. I was like, no, if you throw them on the floor, that adds time for them to pick them up and find them and eat them, rather than just like putting it in a bowl where they'll just blow through that. It's a scavenger quick. hunt for goldfish. I love it. Right. <laughs> the fucking cat can play too. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, so I uh, the food the food distraction is very real. Yep. It's yeah. It's I'm also finding like I'm mindlessly eating a lot because I am high. <laughs> and then also I am just bored. Mm. I'm just fucking bored. Yep. And I'm eating my feelings. Mm. 
yeah. last yesterday it was a big day for eating feelings. The boredom thing of yeah, like I I feel that. It is what it is. <laughs> it's I think we're all we all kind of had to go through this period of like doing just being just succumbing to the fact that we're all stuck in our house and what that looks like. And now we're all getting to the point where we're like, okay, I need to like move my body. And like, I need to do the things that take care of me because I don't know when this is going to end. I think it's also the, the process of like the recognition that this is, that that we're actually in this. Cause there's, I've had a few interesting conversations with um, some friends where there's that like, numbing period that kind of happened for a lot of us where it's like it it, it's like it didn't actually land like we heard the information and we started going through the motions of just living it but where we're all kind of isolated in our homes and especially for those uh like myself who were having to self-quarantine post-travel where you literally can't leave your house you're not going out and seeing how dead the streets are or how awkward it is to experience the grocery store right now and people are not being able to be close to one another and the like the emotional ramifications of that so it's like there's this delayed process and like once it actually lands that's when the feelings come that's when the grief comes of like mourning what you thought you would be doing in 2 weeks time mm-hmm. in 4 weeks time yeah. in 2 months time etc cetera, etc cetera. the fear of the unknown of how long this is going to be mm-hmm. and then this like kind of falling apart and then having to sit and go well what the fuck do i need to get me through this mm-hmm. and what does that look like and what does that feel like and it's it's this kind of space that I've been I only beginning to identify in the last fucking 24 to 48 hours maybe less and it's and for me like movement movement and getting dressed and like going the extra mile to feel fierce as fuck and making sure that I'm prioritizing laughter and me time and orgasms and pleasure and mm. cannabis. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I, uh, I got my shipment of microdosed mushrooms two Fuck days. Yeah, you did. Yesterday. That's when I got it. That's when um, I got all my good stuff too. I know. Yeah. I saw your video, your story and I was like, holy shit, she I got her shit too. brought the entire box. Fuck yeah. I have it, I have it here. <gasps> so excited about it. Did you, have you taken any mushrooms yet? Yeah, I took some yesterday um, and I've taken one today. So yeah, just one pill uh, a day. Um, My plan is to keep taking a pill a day until the end of the week. Um, And then I'm going to see like what that was like, kind of like assess if I want to keep doing that. Um, So far, I definitely noticed like after I take it, probably about half hour to 45 minutes, I can feel like this rush of energy come through. Mm. And it's not like, you know, a caffeinated energy. It's a very subtle kind of like almost euphoric. And it makes me feel really light. And Mm. I remember when I felt it yesterday, I started to like get really giggly with the boys and I was like dancing and being playful. And I was like, let's go in the sun. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I felt, I think the word to describe it is like, I felt inspired. And I, so today after I took it, I was reading the book Pussy. I'm I'm like, I've started so many books over the last year that I need to fucking finish. Um, And Pussy is one of them. And as I was reading it, um, I was reading the chapter about courtesans, courtesans. And um, 
I felt it come through and I was like, oh shit, it's here. I was like, what do I do with this? Like, I feel like I want to do something. And I was like, you know what I need to do? It's a snowy day. I can't get outside. I want to dress up again today. So I'm going to dress up to the fucking nines. And that's what I did. And I put on my favorite dress and I took some photos and I was feeling myself. And it just, I don't know. It definitely opens up pathways for you to experience more inspiration and creativity and to feel more playful. Um, And like, I feel like if I continue to take it, like today after I took it, I drank a cup of coffee. And yesterday after I took it, it was way after uh, breakfast time. And so I think that it would be better to take it after coffee because I think the coffee kind of disrupt, disrupted that that euphoria, that creative mm. play. And it was just like, oh, you've drank coffee. Like, oh my God, my heart. <laughs> right? <laughs> Everything gets very intense right now. Yeah. And like, yeah. so, you know, there's a lot of, there's some play that needs to happen here. Some like, you know, experimenting of, of what to do. Um, yeah. But I'm really excited for this weekend because Ollie and I are going to take a couple pills each. Uh, at nice. night and just see what that does and get creative and have some fun. So I'm like really fucking excited for that. That's, I'm really excited for you. Yeah. That sounds delightful. Um, it's, um, I really wanted the mushrooms. I still, I have wanted to try psilocybin for the longest time. Um, but because I have a heart condition, mm. there's always been that like, I don't know. Yet I smoke cannabis like, it's I, which is I, yeah. it's so funny to me because I'm like, why is this this thing? Why did I somehow was like, oh yeah, this is fine. English talking? Can you tell I haven't fucking talked to anybody other than children <laughs> for goddamn ever? <laughs> Fuck. Um, but why is it that like it was such an easy transition for me to go from alcohol to cannabis, mm. but but shrooms for some reason have this like more overlying story of danger in my head Mm. well i mean if you like if you take the full dosage of mushrooms i would worry about you because (laughs) me having (laughs) right like me having no holes in my heart um i remember when ollie and i before we had children taking the full dosage and there was definitely a moment of nausea because your heart was beating so quickly and it felt Mm. almost like a panic attack and then it, it didn't last very long. I think it lasts like 10, 15 minutes, maybe less than that. And then you're in, then you're in it, you're high and it's amazing. But with microdose shrooms, there's none of that whatsoever. And like, I was really curious about what that would feel like. Cause those memories of shrooms is so vivid for me. And mm. I didn't want that, especially being a mom. I have to mom for the rest of the day. So it was, it's, I was taking a bit of a chance, but I was like, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that it's not going to be anywhere near like my previous experiences. And it hasn't, it's just a, it's just a very subtle opening of your creativity. Like for you, I bet it would make you want to move more and do more yoga or dance or do whatever. Like it just opens up those receptors to receive more, more of the things that you enjoy. And it, it, it kind of like filters out the negative or the things that tell you that you just want to sit on your butt and eat the chocolate and watch the TV and do nothing. It like, it numbs that. And it's like, no, go write, go paint, go dress up, go get in the sun. Like it's, I I mean, this is only a second day. So like, I'm, I'm curious to know what it's going to be like. It's interesting. Like the more that you talk about it, cause I have, um, quite a few friends that purchased through, uh, this company. So it's, um, Keef Life. So it's K-I-F dot L-I-F-E. And they're 
a super cool company in BC. And I, one of those things where I just like randomly stumbled on them, no idea how I found them outside of like just stumbling on them on Instagram. And it's been one of those things where it's like even well before I ever tried any of their products, I was telling everyone about them because I was like, oh my God, there's this really great company and they also sell shrooms, which is really fucking cool. And yeah, you should go look at them. And now that I have so many people that have ordered from them and ordered the fucking shrooms, I think they're called like the Elevate capsules or something. Elevate. I... I'm leaning more and more towards just like, fuck it. I want to try it. I want to see, I want to see what happens. I want to see what, what, what goes on. Though I did <laughs> to another friend of mine who's like, oh yeah, I think I'm going to order them. I, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like leaning more towards it, but I might wait until the pandemic is over so that I'm not, uh, shitting my pants about having to go to the ER should that happen. <laughs> It's like might not be the best time to experiment yeah. with uh, substances that uh, I am not familiar with in my body, but mm. I'm fucking stoked for you. Yeah, I'm I'm really stoked. I mean, this has been something that I've wanted to do since Ollie and I started doing shrooms all the way back in 2013, 14. Um, and I remember saying to him, you know, I would love to, to microdose, to take small amounts, you know, here and there daily, like whatever, and put it in our smoothies, you know, cause I, I loved the effect of it. It was, it was an amazing mm-hmm. enlightenment. Um, every time we took it, it was so profound. Um, so I, I wanted, you know, even if it's one eighth of that, I, I want that, you know, and, and so I'm happy to be, to be including that in my, in my daily life. Mm. And, I'm really excited about this weekend and I'll get back to you about it. Like, I hope that if we take a couple pills, like I'm wondering what it would do. Like, I think it, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. So it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. You will fucking report back. I definitely will. um, So yesterday when I was having my, my meltdown, (laughs) my meltdown, I told Jeff, I was like, I was like, I am grieving. I need to like go process everything that I'm feeling right now. And I'm going to roll a joint and I'm going outside and I'm just going to sit there in the sun. It was like, yesterday was the nice day, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah where it was really sunny. Yeah, it was like eight degrees. Yeah. So I like, I rolled a joint, but, but like 80% of the joint was rose petals. So it was mostly rose petals. And then just like a little bit of this, like, homegrown stuff that I bought off my tenant. Rose petals. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. This Part is a thing? thing, man. Yeah. You can smoke rose. You can smoke a lot of different herbs. Like there are herbal smoking blends that you can get, or you can make them as long as you know, like where you're getting your herbs is like a good clean source. So you're not wow. inhaling a whole bunch of pesticides. Yeah. Cause that's, nobody wants that. No. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, so it was like, it was like a, it was mostly like rose petals. And then it also had this like great homegrown, um, cannabis in it. Yeah. And I, I sat outside in the sun and I just like slowly savored the whole thing. Mm. And it was like so good and so needed. Mm. And I just like sat there and I cried and I like allowed myself to just like feel all of the things that I was feeling and like kind of like breathe out all of the things that I was feeling. And 
and like come back to myself. That was like a big like where am I in all of this and how do I feel mm. in all of this and what do I want to do moving forward? So it was like a really good it was a really great moment for me in like using plant medicine in like a very intentionally medicinal way, which I do a lot for for chronic pain and stuff, but this was like a good kind of calling back of myself and being able to like, okay, I've shut feelings out for a while. Now like let's mm. bring them in. Let's, let's actually deal with all of this. But what's funny is I I did this and then my order came. My order of all of the fucking different cannabis things. And this is like primarily the only thing that I've ordered outside of like ordering food um, or like coffee and and what things I can from local small businesses Mm. is cannabis products and candles. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. I spent $70. Yes. I spent 70 bucks on shy wolf candles and um, a lot of money on cannabis. That's, 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 that's it for me. That's yep. it. It's all I need. Yep. Yeah. And I chips. spent a lot of money on candles, Palo Santo, sage, shrooms, gifts for the boys. What the fuck else? Oh, and bath products. Got stuff from Lush. I have to show you this shit though. This is the, so I ordered the chocolates from them. They're so pretty. I don't want to eat I know. Them. I saw the picture of them online. They look amazing. Look at them. Wow. They're so beautiful. So they're had, like, I woke up. What's funny is I, I they gifted me an order because um, I'm working on doing some reviews for some of their products. And then I woke up that night when they had the free shipping. I think it was like 1.30 in the morning. It was weird. It was 1.30 in the morning and I woke up and I was like, I wonder if the sale is still on. And I like rolled out of bed, took out my phone and then saw that they had posted that their CBD chocolates were on sale for 10 bucks. I was like, I need some chocolates at two in the morning. And so I ordered them and I'm, they're so pretty. They're so so pretty. I know. I saw them online. I was like, those are exquisite chocolates. Those are some boozy ass fucking cannabis chocolates. Wow. I know. They're beautiful. They are beautiful. And then I I have my Align stick, which smells delicious, but it's like a pain, a pain relieving stick or muscle relaxant stick. Have you used it yet? I have not needed to use it yet, which is really nice. Mm. May that continue. Mm -hmm. Like my, my pain has been pretty on the low end side mm-hmm. of things lately, which has been really, really nice. Um, but then I, I, I also got like the, the THC pen, which fuck yes. I saw you using that today in your stories. Oh yeah. Yeah, buddy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome listeners for that. Fucking I'm taking screenshots of you, by the way. Oh yeah. buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for that. Uh, but I got suppositories. Okay. Can you tell me what suppositories, like why, what is the benefit of suppositories? I can. So with a suppository, you can use it either vaginally or anally. Mm-hmm. In your rectum. In your butthole. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. It's been a weird fucking two weeks, man. 
But anyway, so you're not going to get high off them. You're bypassing your liver completely and you're delivering like high amounts of THC and CBD directly into your bloodstream. So you're getting like the highest potency of medicinal properties from the plant. So it's like really, really helpful for somebody if they have vulvodynia, pelvic pain, uh, vaginal dryness is like one of the best things that you can do. So that's why, um, cannabis lube is really great too. It's specifically for, um, vaginal dryness is kind of like where it started Mm. to get used because it, you start creating like all of this excess secretions and it gets like really juicy because it causes all of this blood flow to like flood into the area. Mm. Um, but both your your rectum and your vagina is like made of mucus membranes and mucus membranes are super absorptive. So it's like it, it absorbs really quickly um, and you get a lot more of it than you would if you were consuming um, like an oil or an edible or if you were inhaling it. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's, it's definitely like a medicinal... Um, application of cannabis. Like, I'm not going to put this in my body for fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, my pussy's high. Mm. I mean, it does feel great to fuck when your pussy's high. I'm not going to lie. That's a lovely feeling. Um, I also, they gave a bunch of, like, keef. Yeah, they gave Did us some of that, too. Put it in your coffee, bitch. Put a tiny little sprinkle of that shit in your coffee. It's just enough to like the the heat of the coffee is just enough to like activate it. What? Yeah, I put it in my coffee this afternoon. It's great. It was great. Like it's great. Like I'm still I'm still kind of like writing, writing, that, writing down. that no doubt. Writing that down. <laughs> Weed in coffee. <laughs> yeah. So that's like lovely. I'm gonna be wow. sad when it's gone. But it's like, it's the pollen, so it's like the crystals uh, that you would get in the bottom of your grinder. Right, the crystals, right? yeah. So I love this. This is turning into like a weird cannabis education <laughs> session. You're welcome. But this listeners. is what we've been doing in our isolation. Literally what has been getting me through quarantine right fucking now. Technically, I think it's, I'm supposed to call it self-isolation because we are not sick and forced to quarantine, but we right. are forced to stay inside. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> And you got bath salts? Bath salts. Bath salts. Yeah. Uh, not the drug. Yeah, no, Actual no, bath yeah, salts. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actual salts for my bath. Um, but yeah, I think they have, so it's CBD, THC, one to one, and then it's lemon, rosemary, and then they have like, um, I wanna say baking soda, but I think I'm lying or making things up. What? It has something in it what? that I was like, oh, that's weird. But it's like lemon and rosemary, which I'm like, that's going to be delightful. Yeah, that sounds nice. Baking soda in a bath doesn't sound nice. I, it's like, it's the same thing that would be, yeah, no, it is baking soda because it's the same thing that would be in like a bath bomb. Oh, I didn't know there was baking soda in bath bombs. Pretty sure it's baking soda and that's what makes it fizz. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, my pen, my lovely little pen that I'm I'm liking a lot. So is that and refillable? Yep. Yeah. So Sweet. you can screw like the the 
The thing? The thing. You can screw the thing. The, you can screw the thing, Sarah. If you yeah. didn't know, you can screw the thing. No, so you can thing. unscrew the like the cartridge. That's the word I'm That's looking for. It. And then get a replacement head for it. But nice. Fuck yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I want to get a screenshot of that. Do that one more time. Oh, you want me to do it again? Then I can't promise where this will go. <laughs> okay, maybe not then. I don't. I don't want you to totally get fucked up. Wait, there's oh, enough God. smoke there. There, I got one. Maybe later. It's like maybe, a smoke maybe machine, by the end. right? Maybe by the end. Yeah. So we'll like. I know, but it's like. What's wild is like when I'm inhaling it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like I'm inhaling anything. Like wow. it doesn't, I don't, and then I put it out of my mouth and I'm like, there was that much? Wow. So it's like really smooth, really nice. And I did, so earlier today, because I've also been playing with like microdosing and, and figuring that out and um, figuring it out for the times mm. that I'm in right now because I'm with my humans constantly and nonstop, which is... A lot, a lot to deal with, a lot to process, a lot to handle. Um, and so I did, uh, I just took like a hit off it earlier today, which was in my stories. And it was like, it was perfect. It was great. It was awesome. Um, I wasn't super wrecked or anything. I wasn't like, what's happening? But it was, I, it kind of too, like, took me into this like more creative imaginative place because it's a THC like high THC um sativa strain and so I was like I wanted to be busy and I wanted to do things and I think that's why I actually like got off my ass and got on my mat and did yoga and Mm. took the shower and then put on something cute and so on and so forth so I am pretty fucking stoked about it and it's only been day one so fuck yeah right I just I love um that I can access the things that can support me through this time, whether it's emotionally supporting me through it or actually physically supporting me through it or mentally supporting me through it. doesn't matter. It's, it's that kind of giving myself permission to invest mm. in myself in a time where income is very unpredictable. Mm. Yeah, we, we, we're in that position of we don't know if, if Oliver will have a job come next week it's uh with his line of work he's supporting businesses um through he works in the uh, gbs mobile industry um and so it's he said to me the other day he's like i don't know if i'm gonna have a job next week because all the business that we serve service all the businesses we service they're closing he's like Mm. if they're all closed then i don't have any work to do so as of right now, and like he was wishing that he could work from home because last week um, there was some women in the office who were like coughing a lot and sick. And he was like, I don't Move. fucking know. And he was like freaking out about it. And then when on Sunday, when Nova Scotia went into a state of emergency, we were like, okay, that's it. Like you must not have a job now. You must be getting laid off. And he got the call from his manager and she basically just said, like, we are, we don't know what's going to happen in a couple of days. Like, we, you know, everyone's closing. So if you feel safe enough to come in and want to work in the office and you still have a job. And he was like, okay, then I guess I have a job. Like, we're just going to, I'm just going to keep showing up until I can't show up anymore. Mm. Um, yeah. So 
It's a little bit, the financial situation is a little bit worrying. We had to call our landlord today and be like, hey, like what happens if Oliver loses his job because, you know, April's rent is coming up. So Mm. we've worked it out that we're going to do half rent for the beginning of April. And then in the middle of April, if Ollie still has a job, we'll pay him the other half of rent and then just go from there. Um, Mm. So yeah, like I probably shouldn't have spent $50 on candles. I'm not going to lie. That was definitely a a impulse purchase because I was like, (laughs) I want lavender to calm me down. And then I saw this other candle that was all about stability and security and Ollie has been talking about it. Which ones did you get? I got the Empress for me and the Emperor for Ollie. Nice. Yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. Of course I did. Um, but it was actually like perfect because Ollie's been talking about stability and security lately. High Priestess. Yeah, that was the one that I was looking at when we were at Forrest's shop fees. This is what my house smells like almost all the time. And this is like, I bought this... I think that night mm. when we were at Fiends and I, st- and I burn it all of the time and I still have half left, wow. which is why I was like, okay. And what, so as long as you, as long as you burn it properly, like, you know, to burn it for <clears throat> an hour mm. to two hours when it's new. So it doesn't tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. What's the scent of that one? This one is lavender, sage and patchouli. Oh Yes. Yeah, so that was the I other one it. with lavender. This one is the only one that's just lavender and then coconut milk. So that was that's why I wanted oh, it. Yeah. Yes. It's really, really nice. I have a bunch of um, <clears throat> other ones coming, and I can't remember what. I was supposed to have the star coming, but there was a stock issue. Um, the star? No, the sun? Mm. One of them I was supposed to get. The other one I am getting. Mm. I don't remember. What else? Oh, fuck. Yeah. See, now I am a little hot. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like just, just, just a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah. I totally, I've totally multiple times this week had that moment of like, we'll do an Uber order for food or something. Mm. And then immediately I have that like, oh, we probably, maybe we shouldn't have spent 60 bucks on food Mm. when everything is so unpredictable right now. Mm-hmm. So, and it's interesting cause it's like for, for Jeff and I, I think I've talked about this on the show, um, already, but we've been navigating like really intense financial struggles for the last six months now. <clears throat> and it's like, which sounds super ridiculous of me to say when I'm like, this is my own inner dialogue happening, but I have this moment where I'm like, oh my God, it's so fucking privileged and stupid of you to say. You just got back from Mexico. Um, <clears throat> but no, we are, we are fucking butthurt for money mm. and have been for six months. <clears throat> and, <clears throat> oh my God, why am I? <clears throat> Do you need a drink of water? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Jesus. Um, And so it's weird where we're now in this position of like, we're still like, we just tend to ask for money, um, to pay some of our bills Mm. and things look like they're going to get better, but I'm, I'm still kind of like, I don't, I don't want to get super excited. (laughs) I want to get excited about anything because there's so much uncertainty right now. Like there's just... There's so much, and it's been really interesting for the last 
six months, at least for me, like really leaning into that space of abundance and trust Mm -hmm. and like allowing myself to receive in all of these different ways, um, like through contracts and stuff with companies and receiving product in that way and Mm. feeling abundant in that way. And then also occasionally allowing myself to go and spend the 50 bucks on something that I maybe could sure definitely live without yet. No, will give me that sense of like luxury and appreciation and abundance within Mm -hmm. myself which will then fuel me to like actually do some fucking shit and call in some goddamn money yeah oh absolutely (laughs) yeah they were i was reading about that today and and pussy and she was talking about um mama gina was talking about when she first started the school of womanly arts she they were really hurting for money and they couldn't afford to pay for rent, but they decided to buy the upper levels of the building that they lived in the basement of, um, which like tripled their, their monthly rent. And then she went and spent $6,000 on a gown that she was going to return. And she did it so that she could get her portrait painted. And she was doing all of these things. And even though she didn't have enough money, she was making the decision to challenge herself to spend the money, the extra money, and with with the intent, with the desire to bring in more abundance. And like mm. that's something that you and I have talked about so many times and things that I've I've talked this is a topic I've talked about with um, friends of mine of, you know, m- kind of taking those risks to call in mm. more abundance and the, you know, to trust your desire. And it I don't know, it just really hit home today thinking about it and like i'm not gonna go right now and spend like six thousand dollars on a dress yeah like there's there is there is a fine line between like push push your boundary and like allow yourself to lean into that more abundance and having a hand in like feeling it for maybe like Maybe for you that's five bucks. Yeah. Maybe it's like a five dollar latte instead of like a dollar twenty five McDonald's coffee. Maybe that's it for you. Yeah. But maybe for us it was that fifty dollars. Maybe for her it was the six thousand dollar gown. Yeah. But for most of us, it's not that. It's not that. And I, I think that's a really big uh, example, a really extreme example of that. Yeah. But she did go on to say that um, after she did that, she then like got um, a spread in New York times. And then like everything Mm. just started to snowball from there. And I was like, yeah, you know, I I hear those stories all the time and people have tried to rope me into situations where I was going to spend the $5,000 to do something. Coaching. Right. And, um, (laughs) you know, very, very lucrative, very, like very seductive opportunities, but, you know, you do have to pick and choose what your fine line is. And like you said, for me, it was over this past week, it was spending $100 on stuff that's going to bring me joy. It was the candles. It was the stuff to sage my house. It was the bath products. And then on top of that, it was dressing up for the last three days and being unapologetic about it. And, you know, I think that li- live within your means. That's something I've always, always said. Live within your means but within those means, find ways to bring pleasure. Is that Zoe oh, I can hear? No, it's fucking Jeff eating goddamn dry <laughs> shreddies. Like, <laughs> like an animal. That was Zoe panting in the background. Jesus. Yeah, dry fucking shreddies. Just like cramming them in. And, I, and it's funny. I was like, if I can hear this 
This is definitely yes, picking it up. Definitely. <laughs> is that how we eat dry shed shreddies? Yes, like a fucking animal. Like a squirrel with a cracker. See? Like, I, I, I'm not fucking making this shit up. It's... Wow. Weirdo. He was like, can I be in the room tonight or I have to sit in the hallway? And I was like, you could be in the room if you're quiet, sir. There are rules. Sir. Um, so other than, like, buying a ridiculous amount of candles and uh, cannabis and shrooms, what, what, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? Are you trying to say what the fuck has been up with my life? Sure. <laughs> sure. We'll go with that. Shit. Oh, fuck. Um, life's, been, life's been good, man. Life's been good lately. I mean, besides the world coming to a complete halt and self-isolation and state of emergency for the first time and like... Besides no. literally people dying all over the world. Uh, yeah. Life's fucking phenomenal. Um, besides that... Somehow, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just really like these are one of those moments where I'm like, it doesn't feel real. No, it, do, it doesn't. It doesn't feel real. But I know that it's real. But also, like, what are we existing in right now? It's so surreal. Like that's all I can say when I'm talking to friends about it. I'm like, this just feels surreal. Like right? I for the for the first time in my lifetime, in my parents' lifetime. That Nova Scotia has declared a state of emergency. Right? Like, this has never happened before. It is... And, and you know, there's some people of my parents' generation who have voiced, you know, that they don't think it's that big of a deal. And, you know, oh, you, the flu, you know, it, it kills people every year and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but this is different. This is entirely different. This is a completely different virus. And it attacks so viciously. And... At the same, stay in your fucking house. Just stay in your fucking house. And they're saying, you know, oh, it only kills the old people. And I'm like, well, like, shouldn't you be a little bit worried? I mean, you're not like a young, like, 18-year-old. and it's you're still not a spry chicken. No. Like, er- everyone is affected by it. And it's just... Also, like, that. can we just, like, for a moment, acknowledge how fucking ignorant that response is? So ignorant. Or, like, that whole, oh, well, it only kills old people and, like, people who are going to die anyway. I'm like... Excuse you, I am one of those fucking people. Yeah. And go fuck yourself. Can you really not control yourself enough or give two shits enough about another human being that you can't sit your fucking ass at home? Right. Oh. Rage. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and not currently sitting your ass at home and you can and you're not an essential worker, please, God, for me and the rest of the dying people like me, please sit your ass at home. Sit your ass at home. Please, God. Please. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Life's going great outside of people dying. Life's going great. Unexpectedly, life is going great in the realm of of Ollie and I. Um, yeah, we, we, for the last seven months, we were on a hiatus from partnered sex. And uh, two nights ago, we did it. We, we... It felt, honestly, it felt like the first time. It felt like we had sex for the first time. And it was everything that I, that we both needed it to be in order to, like, heal our sexuality and heal the sexuality in our relationship. Um, It was unreal. 
it was really unreal. And I was talking to a listener about it. She had, she had messaged me uh, about a story that I posted, and she said, you know, you look like you're shining from the inside out. And I said, well, I am. Um, last night, I had soul-exploding sex with my partner, and it was the first time in seven months, and I feel like I'm shining from the inside out. Um, it was just incredible. We, that night was the new moon in Aries. So Ollie's sign Aries. And we did our ritual and, uh, downstairs and we like, we're chilling out and everything. And then later on that night when we went to bed, we, we've taken our intimacy. We were, we had, our intimacy was at the point where we were making out and we were, you know, being intimate with one another, but like nothing outside of fondling each other and making out. Like it was very, it felt like, you know, two teenagers for, it felt like that for a while. And then it started to get a little bit more and we could both sense that it was going to go somewhere. And I said to him, I was just like, I feel like I want to have sex with you, but I also don't want to rush this. Jasper. (laughs) (laughs) fucking the mic right <laughs> he can feel my vibes my sensual right? vibes he's like oh <laughs> right yes oh he's now licking me so uh, it's great it's great so yeah i could feel that it was gonna go somewhere but i was i was getting a little bit worried because you know we haven't been we haven't had sex in seven months and i i kind of felt like we had to do certain steps before we were gonna have sex again like i felt like there had to be like some big thing where you know like notebook worthy like we were both take off our clothes and we look at each other and we're like oh okay like oh <laughs> you know that that moment and that's I didn't, like that's like the moment like when you get married and you yes. feel like there's gonna be that moment when you fuck for the first time yeah mm-hmm. no yeah continue right so you know in that moment I was like okay like I definitely want to have sex with you I he told me he wanted to have sex with me and I was like but I feel like we might be rushing it he's like I'm just gonna do whatever feels good and I was like fuck yeah okay I'm down with that and Lindsay it was the I have never had sex before that was healing that was like heart-centered soul level sex. And I remember at one point we both had our hands on each other's chest. Oh, and it gets me every time. While he was doing that, he was like, he was, he was saying it and I was repeating it after him. He was going, you're safe. You're protected. You were, you are appreciated. You are honored. You are worshiped. Oh, and he kept saying that over and over and over again. And I would re- sometimes repeat after him. And then it just got to a point where I was just letting him say it and he just kept saying it. And then he ended it the last, the last time he did it at the end of it, he then said, you are a goddess. And as oh. soon as he said that, I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, it was, it was unreal. It was unreal. And I feel like we've been on cloud nine ever since and we both said to each other afterwards like I felt I feel like that was our initiation into the new dynamic of him and I like that was the Mm. initiation of the new paradigm or whatever you want to call it of of our new relationship like we afterwards I looked at him I was like you don't even look like the same Ollie I was like I don't Mm. feel like we are the same people last time we had sex it was completely different I felt like we were two totally different people and you know I just couldn't envision it being any better and mm. so, yeah, 
isolation really hasn't been that bad. It's been like... (laughs) Just need to isolate in Sarah's world, Right? Like, come to my house, chill out in my basement, take take some shrooms with me. (laughs) (laughs) This is just fuck. (laughs) Call each other goddesses. Oh... So, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm I'm really happy because, you know, for the last seven months, it was, it was really touch and go. It was really heavy. And I feel that we, I wanted to share that, you know, because I've been sharing it all along where Ollie and I have been in every step Mm. of the way. And so... I've, I felt like I wanted to share it. Actually, that listener who I talked to, she was like, are you going to talk about it in the next episode? And I was like, probably. I was like, it's, chances it's, are high. Chances are high is going to come up. Like, you know, it, I've been talking about what the journey has been like, what it's been like for Ollie and I since things oh, exploded. Bitch. And I'm just Sorry, like, my cat's biting. <laughs> it's okay. So I'm just like, I'm, yeah, I'm, things are really good. And I'm, I'm excited. Like, it feels like it, it feels very like kismet that it's happened right at the beginning of spring of this like virus that is making the whole world come to a halt. And like, Mm. I don't know if we want to talk about like the spiritual side of what's happening in the world, but like, I feel like the earth is really kind of calling us to all stop and like reevaluate what we're doing. And it's like, we're letting the earth breathe for one you know, you're hearing all those news about the... Uh, well, a lot of it's bullshit. Really? A like lot, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. smog in China and stuff, all that? That is... No, that that I think is one of the ones that's true. And the canals being clearer is true. The dolphins is bullshit and the elephants is bullshit. Okay, I didn't hear those two. It was just the... Okay, the in Venice, <laughs> that like the, the, the canals, like they're clear, like they can see fish. And then yeah. yeah, the smog clearing over China. So it's like we're all giving the earth space to breathe, but it's also because we're all being isolated in our houses, we're all kind of having to like reevaluate what we're kind of like being forced to get creative about what to do with our time, what to do oh, with, sure. with the fact that some of us aren't making money anymore. And like, how do we, how do we offset that? Like, how do we help our families? Like we're having to kind of go into this other thought process where we're letting go of so much of the stuff that was a part of our routines every day. And we're having to create these new routines and these new ways of living in this weird, surreal world that we're in right now where where we Mm. can't even touch each other. Like it's forcing us to go within ourselves and it's uncomfortable. And I've, Mm. I've spent a lot of days where I've just completely numbed out on my phone or on the TV or doing whatever else. Cause I can't handle this like suffocation that's happening. But at the same time, I think that it's all very interesting how, you know, Ollie and I being self-isolated. I mean, yes, he's still going to work, but not being able to go out and interact with the rest of the world and just having to come home and interact with each other every single night and with our boys every single night. It's giving us, I think it gave us an opportunity to like really let go and enjoy intimacy and pleasure and like kind of give into those primal natures that I think I was kind of denying for a while. Like I was Mm. still super turned on by Ollie through all of this, but it was making me feel so uncomfortable because I still had so much anger. And I, a couple nights ago, I was just like thinking about how, you know, Ollie and I got into this really deep conversation. I think it might've been that night or the night before about how, 
I can sometimes get really uncomfortable with intimacy with him. And like, I'll enter the moment of intimacy and then I'll like shut off and I'll like fucking just leave. Like I'll ghost him. Like, it's really weird. And I'm like, I I feel like, right. I said to him, I was like, I feel like in those moments when I step into that moment of intimacy with you, I am fully present in my mature female sexual nature. And then towards the end of it, I get freaked out and it's like my inner child comes up and it gets me to leave. And so it's been interesting trying to knowing that. And because we're spending more time with one another, I am becoming more aroused and having those moments of arousal. And I've been leaning into it more. And I think it kind of, pushed me to take it to the next level you know like i i know that i've been wanting it to the take take it to the next level for a while but mm. just been too freaked out about it so you know at the end of the day isolation hasn't been uh hasn't been that that brutal hasn't been that brutal definitely things i've definitely been butthurt about a lot of stuff that's happened <laughs> Um, a lot of or stuff can't happen or can't happen. Definitely butthurt about a lot of it, but the things that are making me go inward and the things that are coming out from that, it's, mm. uh, I'm glad to have gotten that chance. And like, since the beginning of this conversation, you talking about online workshops, I'm like, fuck man. Like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> like maybe this because, is the chance. Uh, Cause you need to book a session with Lindsay, the business coach extraordinaire yes. doing one-offs uh, via zoom. You yes. should uh, hit me up and uh, I will just tell you what to do with your business. From Fuck this yes. So you can still do the things. Hit so up uh, your bitch. What I, Lindsay. What I, what I do now. <laughs> Actually, it's what I've done for years. Yeah. But yeah. My service are, are, are now uh, required yes. by a larger population than they once were. So do you actually find that, that you've had more people contacting you? No, um, no but I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of like business-minded conversations with um, some people, and it's been really, really cool for me to witness how many businesses are, A, respecting that this is a serious thing mm. and like closing their doors or, or shifting the way that they're doing business, which is really cool. And then um, being able to watch them come up with creative ways to keep the lights on mm. has been wonderful. Like it's been really cool for somebody who is a business minded innovator kind of person where I'm like, yeah, fuck yes. for being creative. Um, while also in your masculine doing business, mm-hmm. which is, is, has been cool, but it's, it's funny. Like I'm so thrilled for you. This is awesome. And Thanks, it's funny man. cause it's like, I remember when we were recording, I think it was, we were recording. Ooh, sorry. The weed took over my brain for a minute. Uh, <laughs> Like, I remember the conversation. We were sitting, I was sitting on the floor across from you, and we were recording an episode, and you were kind of talking about where you and Ollie were. It might have been, like, after you guys did the the cabin episode or something. Oh, yeah. And I remember talking, and I remember saying, I was like, just, just, just wait. I was like, just, yeah. I was like, I feel, I was like, I feel like there is going to be a really intense thing that is coming whenever you guys do re- re-emerge. And I was like, and that, I was like, I'm waiting for that one because that's going to be fucking ridiculous. And it's going to be like the start of something ridiculous because it's yeah. like when you start reaching those levels of like conscious sex in the sense of like being energetically present and being completely vulnerable and like trusting your partner and yourself 
wholeheartedly, like that just is a, it opens up a gateway for so much more intimacy and connection, not just with your partner, but also with yourself. Cause it's like the, the, the areas of depth that I can reach sometimes during sex or like the emotions that I can experience during that, like conscious kind of coupling is crazy and wild. And it, it, it just continues to build like the more that you kind of lean in and do the work. It doesn't mean that it's going to be like a mind, mind blowing soul sex every fucking time. No. Cause I, but I, I feel like for a lot of us that do have those experiences, like it's really easy to fall into mm. that. Oh, well it's going to be this every time we're better. No, 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 but you now have access to that and yeah. that can happen and will happen when you want it to, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. Really cool. It's, you know, we, we said to each other, it was like, we, that was what we absolutely needed to do for one another. Like I, you know, to, to let each other know that we were completely safe and that, Oh, yeah. I remember saying in the middle of it, he was, he said to me, he looked at me, he's like, what do you want me to do for you? And I looked at him and I was like, I want you to give me all of your love and your light. Like, I want you to fill me up with it. Mm. And I was, and he was like calling me his goddess over and over again. I was calling him my king. And like, this is like everything that we were saying to each other was, we had never really said, you know, there has been times where I remember in the past, I would say to him, I want you to tell me that you worship me. But it was Mm. kind of like that moment of awkwardness of like, okay, I, I worship you. But like this time it was, <laughs> it was meaningful. It was profound. It was coming yeah. from some other place. It's like, it's like the ravish me moment. Like yeah. the first time that came out of my mouth where I was like, did, the, but it like came out with this like certainty and this like, yeah, like this is, there's nothing in the world that I want more than this. And this is like mm. coming from deep within me. Like there is a primal energetic resonance to me saying this Mm -hmm. and it was like met with that which was really Mm -hmm. really cool afterwards we were both like did I just say that did that (laughs) happen but it's yeah like I yeah there's a big difference when there's like there isn't that awkwardness and it's just like nope this is this is what I need and you're like okay done like right done and there was definitely like just the how I was calling in more of my my like full power female mm. desire and primal wild nature. You know, I've 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 had moments in the past where I've called that in just with myself. Mm. Um, I can't really remember back when Ollie and I were having sex before all of it happened. If I had done that, I think I did it when we went to Digby. Because Digby was like a whole other level, but um, but there it there was definitely some. There is something to be said for anyone who lives with trauma and how if it affects your sexuality and your sex drive and your confidence in in the bedroom. There was definitely some. It's something to be said about putting more of my energy into that that mindset 
and, and knowing that that is a part of me, that I'm capable of being that I'm capable of being wild. I'm capable Mm. of being this mature sexual woman. And yes, I still know that I have these parts of me that are, that have fear about sex and, and fear of, of the masculine. But that night I remember when Ollie started kissing me and I had this moment where I was going to step back, you know, my usual, my, my, my pattern where I step back and I was like, no, I'm going to lean into it. I'm, I can tell that my body is receptive to this. And Mm. the moment I lean into it, I felt like this fire fucking flare up inside of me. And I was like, okay. And I just started going with it. And I found myself taking off my shirt and our legs intertwining. And, you know, I haven't taken off my shirt and made out with him for seven months. And all of a sudden it was like, I was, I was doing it and I was, I was loving it. And then I was on top of them. And then we were having soul exploding sex. And, Mm. and it was all because I, yes, we laid down the groundwork. We laid down seven months of intense groundwork around boundaries, around consent, around respecting each other, around sexuality, having a more positive outlook, but also stepping into that moment of, of, saying I'm going to be comfortable with the wildness inside of me Mm. and letting that take over. Well, that's, that's why it's like with, with any of this, like there, if you want better sex, like you also have to do that deep personal work. Like it's not, it's not on your partner really to have a better sex life. Yeah. Yeah. It's on you to do the work, to figure out who you are, what you want, can you trust yourself enough? Can you trust your partner enough to let all of that, like to, to essentially dissolve the container that is you and just Mm -hmm. let it all out. Mm -hmm. Like whatever it is, whether it's like intense and like, I don't want to say sadistic, but sure, we'll go with sadistic. Mm. Um, and brutal or like wild and passionate and, heated or maybe it's like a mix of everything and changing based on what season that you're in or uh, what's going on in your life or what's going on in the world around you. Mm. And, and can you let whatever that is out and allow yourself to like call in from your partner what you need to receive mm-hmm. in whatever it is you're experiencing? Mm-hmm. And then also meet your partner with the same, but it's like that, none of that fucking starts until you start with you mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's thrilling and wonderful. Yeah. You know, it, there was a quote that I read in pussy recently and she said how women cannot learn pleasure from men. Women, can, mm-hmm. women teach women pleasure. And when I read that, it really resounded with me because I think for so many of us and I'm speaking for myself, I learned so much about pleasure, especially female pleasure and about how I was supposed to receive pleasure from masculinity, from men. And over the last seven months, because I took partner sex out of the equation completely, I was learning. I mean, I was still doing the work and I was still, Mm. I'm still a pleasurable person. I still desire things. But all of it was about me and about what I wanted. And I was teaching myself. And at the same time, we were having conversations. I was having conversations with other people. I was mm. learning about my sexuality and learned that I'm actually way more fluid than I thought. Mm. And those seven months, taking that time 
for myself and Ollie too, he took that time for himself too to, to understand his sexuality, but taking that time to really understand what it is that I, that, that gets me off, that turns me on, that how, how do I like my body to be touched? You know, having that groundwork. I mean, we only had sex once, but it it felt entirely fucking different, (laughs) entirely different. And I, I don't, uh, I'm really happy that we took that time out, even though, you know, we didn't, it was through really brutal circumstances. Um, but we consciously made the decision and I'm happy that we did and where Mm. we are now. And, you know, it's, it's funny, like in you saying this, like there's, there's part of me that's like, oh, like what a great metaphor for the period of time that we're heading into right now or that we're in right now. Like what is this going to do for us as much as it feels like it's killing us in the now? And I mean, I don't, I do not want to encourage like the notion of like, oh, I'm just going to like bypass and skip ahead and be like, this is serving me. This is like serving my highest good. This is great. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Cause that's not helpful, mm-hmm. but it, it is going to be really interesting to see how this all continues to unfold and like where we'll be and how differently we might feel in six months from now or in eight months from now or in a year from now. And I mean, it's really interesting to be having this conversation of like, where will we be a year from now where this is like, this is season two, baby. This is, this is season two. This yeah. is, this is officially a year of momgasm and like what a fucking year it's been. Holy shit. Yeah. And what a strange, surreal first episode of the year where there is, there is so much drastic physical change that's happening right now, which is derailing and shifting plans, including plans that we have. But how much unknown greatness is there out there that we couldn't even fathom before all of this is happening? Mm -hmm. So what's that going to look like? What's that going to feel like? What, Mm -hmm. where are we going to be? Six months from now, where are we going to be another year from now? What is season fucking three going to look like and feel like? We don't even know what season two is yet. Like, it's, it's, it's really, there is peace found in the presence, but there's also those micro moments of joy to kind of sit and, and, and wonder, well, maybe this is serving my highest good. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, I mean, at the beginning of 2020, I remember so many of us saying, I feel like this is going to be like a big year, man. Like so much is going to happen. Like this is the year. And well, we did cultivate a big fucking year. We did. <laughs> and like everyone's, you know, I've seen these memes of like, oh, well, look at 2020 now. Like, oh, you know, we were idiots to think that. And I'm like, well, no, like this is, this is huge. When in our lifetime have we ever lived through a state of emergency yeah. here in Nova Scotia? I, I, I yeah. have never. This is huge. And it's not just, I, I, I'm not going to be naive and try to make predictions of what life is going to be like after this all ends. Mm. But f- for everyone who was living through it, we're all going to remember it. And we're all going to remember mm. the drastic effects that it had on us and how we socialize mm. with people and how we interact with the world around us. It mm. is going to have a, a change. It is going to change something, whether it is minute or maybe it's large. I don't know, but it's going to change something. And I know you and I 
we're gonna find we're gonna find our groove. We're gonna do it. It's gonna be weird. I don't. We may be doing you know episodes through Zoom for quite a while, and that's gonna be weird. I hope not. I, I hope, hope not. we can like at least do like quarantine the living room off. Right. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll but. figure it out, but. I'll, just, I'll make you come over in, like, a full hazmat suit to yes. do recordings with me. I'm like, please do. That would be great. And oh, my God, gimp suit. I <laughs> knew you were going there, you fucker. As soon, like, as soon as you, before you even said it, I was like, I know she's going to say gimp suit. No. Gimp suit no. with a gas mask no. combo. <laughs> you know what? I won't say no to a full body latex, but the head... We got to figure that one out. It's well, the what mask, if it's like, man. What if it's a gas mask instead of like the zipper? I could do that. I will do that. Okay. I'll okay. do the full body latex with the gas mask. I will totally I, rock that. Okay. I would like to see this. This has to happen. <laughs> this, this is Patreon. This is a must. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon though, we had a sit down, not in person because we're not allowed to do that, but yeah. we had a sit down and we, we chatted about like how we can bring more joy and more laughter and more momgasm and more community and more connection uh, in this period of time that we're living in where we are deeply fucking needing it. And we decided since we can't do the sleepover, since we can't be in person, we're going to offer these Sunday night online parties via Zoom for all of our Patreon contributors. So whether you are already contributing to Patreon or you're just jumping on right fucking now, seriously, do it. Yeah. Uh, you get to you get to party with us every Sunday night, and it's it's super fun. The first one we did, uh, never have I ever. We had people that were toking every time yes. or drinking every time or just like fist bumping every time <laughs> uh, if they're sober because that's also cool and important. Absolutely. But it was really like it was super fucking fun. It actually felt like I was just hanging out and having a party with a bunch of girlfriends. And it was really, really great to get to know some of our listeners better. Yes. And like, I fucking love that. I know. I fucking love that. It was so much fun. And and I, both both of us, when we came off of it, you texted me, Lindsay, and, and you were like, <laughs> that was so much fun. I was like, dude, yes. Like, this was amazing. Like, I want to do this again and again and again. And right? so I'm, I'm happy that our creativity has... Uh, has led us to this point of offering these online parties every Sunday right. during this crisis. Cause you yeah. know what? That brought me so much joy and to like to oh dress God, yeah. up beforehand. Oh my God. I, I showed up in full sequence people. Yeah, you did. It was, it was a moment and it was delightful. It might happen again next week. In, if I don't get my hands on some latex. Yeah. You know what? I might make the leopard pants pants a thing because like, I don't, I haven't worn them since and I fucking love those pants. So do it. I might just do, fucking it. do it. Do it. But anyway, you can join the Patreon www.patreon.com slash momgasm podcast. I said that with so much certainty. Sarah's <laughs> nodding yes yeah. that I got it right. You got it. Great. Thank you for that. But we added a party goer, party goer tier. Um, for anybody that is not flush with cash right now, uh, you can join for as little as two bucks a month. Two bucks. So everybody's got two bucks. Your couch probably has two bucks. Yeah, there you fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid's piggy bank has two bucks. <laughs> Like you're donating to Mummy's Sanity Fund yes. so you can live. Yeah, exactly right. Because we're not allowed outside. So. Yeah. So. So. 
Give me your money, honey. <laughs> oh, fuck. I took another screenshot. That was awesome. Oh, great. Great. I'm really excited to see what you're going to do with all of these screenshots of me. This, like, oh, what is happening? Right. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great, great, great for people. It's going to be great. It's going to um, be great. Yeah, I feel like I, I had a whole bunch more uh, train wreck sob stories to tell you about my my two weeks, my sexless two weeks. Mm. Uh, but whatever, we'll save it for another time. Yeah, we'll save it for uh, the next time we record. Right? Which is tomorrow? What? Every day? <laughs> okay, great. Great idea. <laughs> I'm not lonely. <laughs> Honestly, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> right? Above, okay, seriously. Let's just like stockpile mm. some uh, recordings mm. in the dick holding that we're currently doing, which is right? holding nothing because there's nothing to do right now. Right. Sorry, I'm having like a butthurt moment. But fun. like, I love this. Like, in, you know, dress up beforehand like we did tonight. Yes, because it's fun. It's this nice. is fun. And maybe I we like can start it. like offering video format. Okay. Okay. Get a little hasty there, Sarah. Okay. You're like, fuck. I was like, I don't want to edit videos, Sarah. Jesus. Oh, I can't make me do this for the people. Fuck. (laughs) Figure it out. We'll get creative. We're going to get creative. Momgasm 2020 pandemic. It's great. Fire shirts, please. Mommy has it for gold, 2020. Except for there's no coast. Oh, that makes me so sad. Why did you say that? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's one other thing that I'm really butthurt about, man. It's so fucked up. Harshed your buzz there, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I was also mildly devastated when I read that. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. So many oh, things no. are shutting down. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know. It's weird. It's wild. But we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna most survive. Of us, <laughs> most of us. <laughs> I hope we all do. Yeah. Fuck. I hope we all do. But uh, as long as we all stay inside, most of us will go on. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Don't cough on people. As Ollie says, do vampire cough. Where you cough into your sleeve, your arm. <laughs> That's what we call it. The vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know dracula he puts his cape on i like do this. i do know what you mean i like i got the reference right away i was just that that's a dad joke yeah that's that's what he uses with the a, boys all the time that's a fucking dad joke sorry ollie yeah <laughs> he knows dad joke. he has terrible dad jokes i hate oh, all of them um, i hate all of he them. knows that he had an app once for dad jokes and i fucking hated it oh, it was no. brutal brutal oh yeah, those were Ugh. the days. Those were the should days. review that app. <laughs> the, <laughs> yes. the, scorpion. the angry wife. <laughs> Yours faithfully. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, shit. All right. It was, it was fucking great. Peace, love, whole lot of cum, or not. Depends. Maybe some of you get horny in the apocalypse. Maybe you don't. We'll see. Corny Apocalypse. That's the that's the title of this episode. <laughs> Can I get that on a shirt though? Yeah. Along with gluten pussy. That's two things I apparently need on a shirt.
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Are you loving what we're dishing out? Then follow us on Instagram for more juicy content weekly. Or come join our free Facebook community, The Momgasm Den, where the conversations and hilarity never end. If you're craving a little bit more momgasm and love VIP treatment, join our Patreon community where we're serving up bloopers, unreleased episodes, first dibs on upcoming events, snail mail, and so much more. Seriously, you do not want to miss out on this. Make sure you never miss a new momgasm episode by subscribing. And why not show us a little bit of love while you're at it? By sharing, liking, and commenting on your favorite episodes. And that's it. That's all we got for you. Thanks for tuning in. Mwah.